Dragons! Everybody loves a good dragon. Some people may even like a bad dragon. The beloved boss battle and epic encounter of choice across all mediums, they truly reign supreme among all the folklore creatures. So frankly, if your series has the word dragon in the title, it must be awesome, right? Right? Well, let's put that to the test in the latest episode. Of that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka The Trash Manga Friends Podcast Steel Bull Run, episode 45. I kept pressing the 100 million trash manga button and came out on top. You know what the show is by now, 45 episodes in. It's the one where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. We dissect what's good, what's bad, what's trash, and then focus in on one tiny element and proceed to say that over and over again for the next 90 minutes. All right. (laughs) I'm feeling called out here, but go on. That's more calling out Phil, if anything, but anyway. I am your forever host and Mega Charizard X, Sean, joined by Night Fury Mike and Blue Eyes White Dragon Phil. How are you both? I am fine and dandy. Phil's dying, but I'm fine and dandy. Apparently, I'm also a trash tier card, so. Ooh, ooh. ooh, ooh now that's, that, that's, that's not even a hot take. Blue Eyes is legitimately trash. Nah, nah, it's, it's a hot take. It's, it's the best dragon. No. You can build decks around blue eyes. You shouldn't, but you could. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's better than fucking blue eyes shining dragon. That thing's garbage. I, I don't even know what that is. Uh, I, I, I stopped yeah. playing Yu-Gi-Oh! about 10 years ago. I think it was in the Pyramid movie where to summon it, you have to sacrifice blue eyes ultimate dragon, which in and of itself needs three blue eyes white dragons. And then it's just got the strength of blue eyes white dragon again. But it's a fusion summon, so you don't actually need the three blue eyes on the field. You can have them in your hand. Or in your fusion deck. You've got to go for the bull lake of getting that out on the field to sacrifice it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid game and nobody should play it. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Take that, As Konami. someone who played it semi-competitively for years, you shouldn't play it. Just just don't. Not in its current state, anyway. And actually, also, I'm reading this. Blue eyes Shining Dragon is better than Blue eyes White Dragon. The same power. No, it's base same power, but it gets increased power for each dragon in your graveyard. Ah, sorry, sorry, you GY. It's not worth it. So we're reviewing Yu-Gi-Oh this week, then. <laughs> the one that I, uh, the, the dragon in particular of Yu-Gi-Oh that made me actually quit the game is it's one which, when you play it, for one thing, in the English version of the card, the text is so small you actually need a microscope to read it. And uh, it essentially means once you play this, your opponent can't do anything, get fucked. It's what it boils down to. It's uh, nice. one of the black dragon level whatever cards, and it's it's fucking ridiculous. Made me quit the game. It was it was real bad. And when just everyone has that, it's just it's not fun. I just watch the anime every now and again. And be like, yeah, I know, I know this game. The anime is fantastic because it's really dumb. <laughs> it's because it doesn't follow the rules half the time. Not even half, most of the time, 99% of the time, it doesn't follow the rules. In fact, I can't think of a single episode where it does follow the rules. They, they follow it for most of it, but outside of season one, which is, you know, its own Jewel's Kingdom, they definitely don't. But after that, the only real rule change is it's 4K instead of 8K life points. That's yeah. not following the rules. And that's because if you did it that way, it would never end. <laughs> I, yeah, it's an anime. <laughs> It already takes them like six episodes to do a duel with 4,000. You don't need to double it. But how else will I know what Pot of Greed does? (laughs) (laughs) 
If you don't know what that does, you don't have a ghost of a chance. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know what else is fucking dumb? Bleach. I'll be uh, just cut that one. <laughs> It's this time series, so you're all ready to dive in? No. That's the spirit, champ. No, no, don't. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really happy talking about you, Yu. Can we just do that <laughs> for, like, the next couple of hours? And then be like, uh, yeah, and the manga's bad next week. <laughs> hey, hey, the Yu-Gi-Oh manga's great, Mike. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's great. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Sadly, we've uh, squandered all other opportunities to talk about fun of nice, happy things. Uh, this is our last recording of 2021. And we got to get what it done. What are you talking about, Sean? It's 2022. That's the spirit. That sweet, sweet delusion. So, this time, we have covered Dragon's Rioting, which is both its English and Japanese game. This is an action rom-com manga that ran from November 2012 to November 2016 for nine volumes. Written and drawn by Tsuyoshi Watanabe. They've done some other series, but Dragon's Rioting is by far their most popular one. It's licensed by Yen Press, so you can buy all of it, although because it's a bit older, you might have some trouble sourcing some of the volumes. And there was no anime adaptation, so bad luck. But um, that, that is actually shocking to me. It's shocking, but also, as we'll get to, there are, you could watch probably 10 other anime that are the exact same thing. That, that's why it's shocking to me. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Very fair. The formula that works. I mean, yeah, Mike simped for a version of it in a previous episode. Which I we'll fucking knew you were going to bring that up. I just didn't know when. <laughs> the best part is I genuinely forgotten you'd made those comments until, uh, as we were recording this, I already edited um, We Are 008 about in the last week or so. And uh, it reminded me of that entire conversation I'd forgotten. So... <laughs> You also say simped. I just said that the story is great if you remove it from the fan service. <laughs> the story is great if you remove 90% of it. Yeah. I do not simp for fucking... I don't even know any, their names or anything, but like the the maid outfit with an eye patch whose primary weapons is handcuffs. But you remember yeah. it. How do you fucking forget that? <laughs> exactly, because you love it, Mike. You could never forget it. <laughs> but uh, like before we start tearing into how Mike no doubt loved this one as well, uh, Phil, tell us tell us about Dragon's Rioting. What's it all about? Oh, don't don't you just wish you were like an anime protagonist, just like walking around, girls throwing themselves at you, getting clothes torn off? Unfortunately for our main character, Rintaro. He's been diagnosed with a fatal disease known as odd behavior towards opposite sex syndrome. Could prove fatal if he's in any erotic situation with the opposite sex. Therefore, his father takes him to a mountain, trains him for 10 years, and then he decides to go to school, only to find out until the last year the school he signed up to was an all-girls school. But it's fine because there's lots of Fights because fights. <laughs> Fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll save you here. This is the most anime nonsense <laughs> bullshit plot we've done in fucking forever. And this is on the string of like multiple fan services series that we it's covered. Fucking- it's borderline random. I'm not sure it's even borderline. <laughs> borderline. <laughs> like it's. Just, He's why? got some weird combination of like gynophobia and anemia merged into hentai syndrome. I think is the shorthand they use. For yeah, it. That is an alternative name. Yes. If you get near a woman, oh no. No, if he sees anything lewd. That too. Yeah. 
It's an erotic situation specifically. And he'll have a heart attack if he does. If he gets in there, and he will have a heart yeah. attack and probably die. It's like what the fuck? Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna defend it here. Okay. Oh my god, Phil, do you suffer from hentai syndrome? Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's why uh, we've never okay, different, different yeah. kind of hentai syndrome. That one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, so apparently, something that can happen if you have high blood pressure. Sure. In guys, this is specifically sure. is you become impotent. Because that is your body's way of saying, no, no you can't fuck or you'll die. Sure. And that's kind of why Viagra is a bit of a terrible idea if you've got, if it's got high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. The idea of this syndrome being called this is, and specifically in this way, is stupid. But the actual idea behind it is within the realms of reality. Yeah, the closest thing I could think of to being legit for this would be that when he gets into an erotic situation, his heart starts pumping faster and palpitating and what have you, and his heart is quite weak, so he'll have a heart attack. But that's completely thrown out the fucking window <laughs> because he gets immediately taken to the top of a mountain to learn martial arts. Sure yeah. does. The, the only thing I'm going to go is it's either like a variation of anemia, basically, so he doesn't have enough blood. So if it all goes to the penis, that's bad. <laughs> Alternatively, he's got a massive schlong, so if it all goes to the penis, he'll faint, which is a real thing that has happened. <laughs> all the blood's gone to me cock. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but no, apparently fatal to him. Apparently fatal, yeah. Apparently fatal, which is broken to him by a nurse who decides to wear the skimpiest outfit she possibly could to break this news to this poor kid who will die. That That's not really... Like, considering every woman in this universe wears outfits like that, I think that's just the standard. But she's a medical professional, Mike. She should know better. I mean, yeah, she was wearing a mini skirt. That was it, Sean. And bends over in front can't, of him. Can't, can't a female doctor wear a miniskirt to work? No, she doesn't bend over in front of him. She climbs on a table to get oh, something my off my high shelf. Sorry. <laughs> Don't let me undersell the situations, please. It is so ridiculous. I mean, it, it's first awakened by the fact he has like an ice cream and he goes <laughs> up to his mother. To be clear, he's about six at this point sure but and then managed to essentially bukaki his mother with the ice cream it might as well i be. think it was just a random lady yeah i was gonna say is that his mom <laughs> you do not see his mother it's a random lady he just bumps into yeah okay I, i'm just clicking at it now it's some random woman yeah which is better at least hey the one thing that unfortunately i have to credit this thing with it doesn't <laughs> go down the incest rabbit hole not so yet, anyway. Not, not yet. We, we read two volumes. There's more <laughs> volumes after this, Mike. Fucking how? <laughs> I mean, quite, quite easily, Mike. There's more women to lose. Because here's the thing. If you... You could actually tell a story about a guy who, when he gets aroused, he dies. <laughs> or he, so you could do that. Not sure why you sure. would, but you could. But then when he gets to, like, this school which is at the top of another mountain for some reason. And when, when he gets to this school, the, the plot just 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 random at that point. At that point? Well, okay, it's, it's at least consistent with its own logic until that point. After that point, it's just like, 
Nah, fuck, fuck that consistent plot. You're talking about half a chapter here, Mike. I don't exactly. Think you, can establish, <laughs> you can't really establish any consistency in in that half a chapter because it's oh no, you've got this disease, and then he started going, "I'm going to train you in seclusion for ten years." And he's like, "Great, now I'm going to school." One of the things I do like is his dad is just Ryu, or like insert Kazuya, or insert fighting game protagonist here. Yes, yes, he he is standard fighting protagonist yes to the extent he's walking around at the theme park in like his gi his gi yeah which is all torn up around the arms and chest of course and like yeah his chest open shirtless just like Like, bulging in every direction ripped (laughs) it's fucking dumb (laughs) yes what's also fucking dumb is so then understandably this guy who is then like well for high school i'm gonna enroll in a school which is all guys mm-hmm. yes smart plan sure smart plan. doesn't apparently bother him or his father don't apparently bother to like check the school at any point before he goes well, to why it would you need to check the school when it's got such a manly name <laughs> like had to have an interview there i don't know how it works you know do any kind of research Did you have an interview you're... to go to school sean i don't live in japan phil I'm pretty sure they don't have interviews to go to school. We've so. definitely had manga that have said that they do. Whatever the case, they clearly didn't research it, and it was fucking dumb. No, they didn't. Exactly. Especially because once he gets there and realizes this, his immediate thought is, i got to transfer out of here, so I'll die. That makes sense. He then proceeds to not do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that gets forgotten <laughs> immediately. He's like, I should yeah. transfer. Doesn't. Yeah, because he's got to help this person that's going through a similar. He's got to not die, Phil. He's got to not die. Someone else is trying to fight their fate and become stronger. He can't turn his back on it. Yeah, I feel like we've been avoiding this part of the plot because it's asinine. I why why is it the plot? (laughs) When when we get to this school, we immediately find out how this school works on a concept of survival of the fittest, in so much as. They beat the shit out of each other all the time, and the teachers are cool with it. It's even stupid, because, like, I get... So some shows have that, and it works for it. Like, Killer Kill has a survival of the fittest mentality. With, I would like, not um, say that worked. It, I, it, establish, but... it establishes it into the law in a far better way than this, in that, um, I forget her name, Satsuin or whatever her name is, like, actively does run the school, essentially, from the top. Yes. Whereas in this, they're just fighting for some... Yeah, reason. it's it's all some this nebulous idea of I want to be the strongest. It's like, why though? <laughs> what do you gain from this? You the whole school follows you. Then is the point. Do and they? then does what? Whatever you've never want. seen there be a de facto <laughs> leader at any point. Yes, because there's there's these three people who are vying for control. <laughs> but there's no control. What does control even mean in this context? And there's really nothing to gain here. Like they don't establish. <laughs> what you achieve by doing this or by doing anything because they they don't even establish how you prove you're the smartest you have a fight with each other they have plenty of fights with each other nothing is solved or accomplished it's because they never never finished their fights mike so fucking stupid and the idea of them proving that they're the strongest changes from chapter to chapter in one chapter they have this random test to see who can knock a building over by punching it, which is weird as shit. And then the main, the protagonist wins because of course he does, but whatever. He, th- nothing. That means nothing. Now, means there, nothing. there's one thing I will compliment about that fight. 
But to do so, I've then also got to, you know, slag off the rest of the series in doing so. Sure. So this is one of those series where, obviously, as girls fight, as you know, as you take more damage, your clothes get shredded. And fall of off. course, yes. I mean, sure, your, your clothes take damage as well, Sean, don't you? That's how, yeah, that's how fighting works. But to give it credit, after he does his super attack at the end of whatever, like, he essentially splits yes. the cliff that they're standing on, his clothes also shred. So, you know, it's equal opportunity with their clothes falling off, I uh, guess. No, fucking isn't. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm actually going to disagree on this defense. It's one incident versus 50. It's clearly No, no, equal. that's not even the part I'm going to disagree on here. His clothes rip, but they rip in, like, the manualist way possible. <laughs> he loses his sleeves and... To show his jacked muscles. And his buttons rip open so you can see his ripped chest. You get a piece of male fan service. Like, you, you don't you get go. any bulge or you don't see his ass or anything like that. It, it's not the same. It's absolutely not. It's also because you are constantly, and I do mean every page, you see a female character in some sort of compromising position. Where it like really shows off the contours of all of their body parts. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like there's this sort of gross film over this entire thing, this, this greasy feeling you get while reading it, you know? Yeah, it Yeah. I it's it takes me back to the, the bad old days of watching anime in like twenty twelve to twenty fourteen, and every season there'd just be a fan service show where people would just fall over in provocative positions with their clothes falling off. For no real reason other than, you know, titillation and to sell a Blu-ray, I guess. It's just no. Okay, just no. Stop. No. I will not stand for this. Okay. Because fucking worst offender for this mm-hmm. was fucking Index. Never seen it. You're going to reference the washing machine thing. I That's am. like one bit. <laughs> I don't care. It was fucking pointless. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Have you watched the Bajillion so anime? No, pointless. Index isn't even close. Index isn't on the scale. So goddamn pointless. My my worst, um, my biggest example of this was... Icky Tozen. <laughs> no, because at least that fucking knew what it was. Like this, it knows what it is and leans in. Sure, yeah. So you can't really fault it for that. Like, this is a fan service thing from end to end. But do you guys remember a uh, manga and anime that was actually pretty big for a minute there? Uh, High School of the Dead? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, randomly, there's a single beach episode and they sell- they sold it on DVDs or Blu-rays, like just the one episode on the one disc. Oh, it's an OVA. Uh, it's it's so. an OVA, yeah. yeah. Sure. That's like standard for a lot of anime. That's fine. But it's like, what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> yeah, that's an OVA. Like OVAs are specifically like directed DVDs because they can get away with more stuff. They're direct to that, and they're almost always either hot spray or beach or something fan servicey related. Oh, it was end to end fan service. I was going to say it's High School of the Dead. It was already fan service. Yeah, but like this was especially egregious. That's the show, right? Where the bu- the sniper bullet goes through the lady's gyrating boobs, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. And I want to say they use someone's boobs or asses. A rest for a sniper rifle as well. Yes, because yeah, you know that wouldn't. I hurt. have no idea why that show was as big as it was. Because yes, I know you, you're you about know to say exactly why it was yeah. like. But like the stuff that gets like really big is generally the stuff which doesn't lean into fan service. 
like i mean yeah there's always fan some fan service in every anime out there but the stuff that gets like really famous isn't usually a fan service anime it, like has a bit more depth to it there are very few like big fat like to love Rue is probably i think off the top of my head the biggest of the fan service series and yeah i would probably agree with that ken akamatsu stuff possibly would be about the only thing i could think uh, love, love Hina. Oh, Love Hina, right. Love Hina. Um, oh, Negama, yeah. Was, was Love Hina a fan service thing? Uh, ish. It, mm. it had a lot of the lucky pervert trope in it. Sure. That one particular trope can fucking die in a fire. It, it's how you define it. fan service, I suppose. All, like, I'm going to be blunt, all fan service written series can die in a fire. Like, no, I'm not going to go that far. There's just a few of them, because at least... I'm glad you simp, Icky Totem. <laughs> okay, you are really overusing the word simping out of correct context. Get ready for 90 minutes of this. <laughs> my, my issue is not fan service as a whole, it's lazy writing. Which is why I fucking hate the lucky pervert trope, because it's so lazy. Like it's been done a million times, and it's so easy to do. It's it, don't don't do it. Be, at least be a little more clever with your writing in general. I mean, hey, at least I wouldn't. I haven't written Lucky Perfect down for this series. I'll yeah. give it that, I guess. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> Considering I feel like yeah, there's no Lucky Perfect in the traditional sense of falling over into boobs and butts or whatever. But everywhere this guy looks is some sort of tna <laughs> like everywhere he's the luckiest pervert i know yeah that i'd solve with mike here like it yeah it's not like oh no i'm accidentally grabbing some boobs or something yes. but like every time he does something it's like oh no i've created an updraft and now i can see <laughs> panties yeah or oh no I had to get in the middle of a fight, and that ripped off their clothes. Ah. Yet, yeah, why does he get involved in that? Like, we see at the start of the series, two of the three dragons. We'll get to those in a minute. But uh, yeah, and they're having a fight, and it's like, okay, whatever. I who knows why the weird bullshit top of the school nonsense. But he's like, well, instead of just being like, well, I'm gonna walk away from this nightmare for me and my condition. He's like. No, no, I'm going to go stand right in the middle and do a weird attack thing to stop the fight for some reason. Because they were destroying each other's clothes. He could look away. He could walk away. I actually know the reason for this. Uh, it's because he's the protagonist and this writer is a hack. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's about it. That's all Shots I got. Shots fired. I I'll fire the entire fucking artillery. This guy is this <laughs> shit. My my argument would be is they're in the way of getting. This is like in the school grounds, right in front, of, like just past the school gate. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously got to go past them to get into school anyway. That is a stretch. <laughs> Not really. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sure, he could just like look away for 10 minutes while look away or walk around it or well i think the implication is you can't because you know what he is apparently super goku jesus you could just jump clean over the entire fight <laughs> this is so dumb i take like the fighting in this is more like one of those cheesy kung fu films honestly i think those are better written <laughs> 
I love a shot, but my point is like the fighting is like, ah, uh, yes, I'm going to unleash the crouching tiger hidden dragon. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. You did not see that movie, did you? I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was trying to think of one. That was all I could come up into my. <laughs> like, like a really cheesy martial art move name type thing. Joryuken. Hadouken. No, no. Those are fighting games. No, but like, not the moves. You know, like um, fighting game moves. Yeah. Oh God, who was who was that character in Jackie Chan Adventures? Jackie Chan. No. Adventures. <laughs> also no. Jade Tofu Toru. No. Do you say tofu? I did. I did. <laughs> but... No, the Shenmue. The... No, the martial Balan artist. Wong. They're all martial artists. They're not all martial artists. <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> no, <laughs> the the long redhead guy, Jackie Chan. Oh. Right, no, fucking crap. The the, the villain, the Toru equivalent. The yeah, villains. the Toru replacement. That guy, yes. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. guy. You know uh, that guy. It's, that it's basically that like guy. everyone is Hakfu. That's his name. You know, he he just shouts out like absurd attack names. Raging Bull. Yeah, stuff stuff like that. You know. I will now fight you with my dragon cannon fist. <laughs> yeah, yes, stuff like that. Yeah, Every, everyone has attacks like that, basically. Hey, one of the few things I will give this credit for is uh, the action scene. Like ignoring the whole clothes falling off bit, the action scenes are uh, I like them. Like you sure. get to see some nice fights. <laughs> you get to see some nice <laughs> fights. Yeah, <laughs> get to see some nice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna see some nice. And then you get these masterful reveals, like, oh my god, that girl, she, she's not weakening because that girl, she's ambidextrous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? It sells it like this is the biggest shit in the world. It's- I don't think it quite sells it that hard, but it it is like, oh yeah, you know. Obviously, you would expect this person to win because if you're wielding two weapons, normally you can't do much with your offhand. Cause, you know, it's your offhand. But she has no offhand. Yeah, but it's like, ah, she's ambidextrous, so fuck you. She can block all your attacks, no problem, even if you're attacking from both sides. It's like, that seems reasonable. No. No. I, I'm sorry, I didn't realise you two were martial artists. I mean, if you, uh, first of all, A, I am, and second of all... <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I could test this, Mike. Alright, fucking bring it on. <laughs> when was the last time you did martial arts, Mike? You're, you're sick, I'll win the fight. Come on, bring it on. <laughs> For the listener's reference, what, are you, is it a brown belt, I think, off the top of my head? Uh, me, I, yeah. I am a first Q, which is generally in the upper... It's the one before black belt in most karate. And yeah, anyway, um, if, if you are using two weapons, generally speaking, you're not really considering you're holding one weapon in each hand. They are considered to be two halves of the same weapon, and you move in a very particular way that it doesn't actually matter if you're ambidextrous or not most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, because if it is an issue, then you're holding the weapons wrong. Or they're not designed for you to be but using. Maybe two of them. this person's learned a different school of martial arts, Mike, where they are two distinct weapons. You're really jumping to defend this. I'm just saying, like, I, I was not that offended by this one-off point. That that's fine. 
but then that's worse. <laughs> Why is that worse? Because it shouldn't matter. And if it does matter, that's putting extra effort into it. This is this is irrelevant to everything. Because this is a very stupid scene, along with all the other very stupid scenes in this. Because honestly, I just I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to give one iota of a fuck as to what happened to any character in this. Because I would argue all the characters, bar the one character volume two rolls around, I just didn't give a shit about because they're not even remotely. Even the lead's not really that fleshed out. Outside of he has this disease, it's like okay. (laughs) Oh right, that's all you really got. Okay, and they mention it every opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, and have him doing, oh no, I've got to kung fu my way out of this without touching the women. Except I feel like he does a fair amount. Uh, once or twice. I don't think he actually ends up, at least of his own volition. But... It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like, this whole thing, like, this whole manga is a, a lesson in why are you doing that that way? <laughs> But why though? <laughs> it's just it's like so again, like, like when I used to watch fans of this stuff, it always just drove me mad because the entire show would just end up essentially being sucked into this black hole of like it all has to revolve around getting back to the fan service. Which yes. just destroys any and all narrative, destroys any and all characters. It just it self destructs the show in making it about this one thing. Hey, like I said, in of itself, I don't actually mind the this being a fan service thing. In general, I mean, sure, if you want to fat to these characters, go for go nuts, kids. I ain't stopping you. That's not really my point. Like, I personally am not into fan service shows or manga. I'm just generally not. They're not for me. But I have no problem with their existence, especially because this thing actually does set up something up. Like a guy who uses martial arts in order to control his disease and his urges and stuff. That's actually a fairly decent hook and you want to make it fan servicey that's fine as well i wouldn't personally but that's fine as well the problem is he doesn't like his 10 years of martial arts trainings apparently made him a super god but he still has the problem of every time he sees a butt he nearly dies and he sees them all the time the point of the training wasn't to cure him of his disease it was to make him able to avoid the situation it was supposed to be I would assume I would assume it was to make it so he was able to like channel his heart rate or whatever and like calm himself and stay centered or what have it's you. It's inner peace essentially is what he's aiming for. So yeah, he can and calm. It, it's an absolute fucking failure. <laughs> sure, he can punch a building in half, but he'll still die if he sees a boob. <laughs> that seems like a significant weakness in the training. I mean, I think the attitude it's trying to go with is he's managing to be in a school filled with the women and he hasn't imploded. So clearly he's doing well. Kind of. <laughs> We've seen, we see multiple times, just over these first two volumes, that he nearly just dies because he sees the TNA. Because that's the comedy, Mike. That's the funny haha. Oh, that was supposed to be funny. Oh. Yeah. I did not get that. No. Uh, because I, d- I don't think I'm making a secret of this. The the writing of this is is bad. Like even even as far as fan service things go, it's just very very badly written to the point where it's kind of confusing at times as well. Okay, I never got confused. <laughs> I'd say no. I don't mean like it's 
confusing his concept because it's a fucking stupid manga. It's very easy to understand. I just mean like it's confusing in why would you throw these things together and construct it that way. We are introduced to these three dragons, they are called, which are the three strongest people in this school. Did you pause to try and remember their names then and then give up? No. <laughs> okay. I was, just, I was trying to think of how to word my sentence because, <laughs> because this is dumb. <laughs> and we're, we're introduced to them. We are given a lot of exposition about them, or at least enough to introduce them. And I honestly couldn't tell them apart if you tried, if I tried, which I honestly... Okay, well, yeah. no, that's it's pretty easy. One has red hair, one's got black hair, one's got blonde hair. There you go. I don't mean like visibly. I mean in terms of what makes them different from each other in a personality. Sense. Oh, yeah. In personality, <laughs> it's, I mean, they're archetypes, but that's about it. There's nothing they individual to any of them. Three people whose clothes might fall off at some point. That's all I got from this. And... The thing tries to set up these complicated situations where, haha, you fall into my martial arts trap. And I don't know why it was written that way. I don't know why any of this was written that way. Yeah, there's like one scene just in these first two volumes where I'm vaguely remembering this and paraphrasing a little bit, but uh, the protagonists get trapped in a room with this antagonist, one of the dragons who, dragons, who wants to beat them up or do something to them and they have to fight their way out and it's all pitched as like a you've fallen into my trap kind of thing which when you consider the guy can punch buildings in half is can you help me out here sean i have no clue what he's talking about that doesn't happen the 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 closest bit which i think is what you're going for is the bit where he has to fight the idol lady because that's the only person who kind of traps people as it were, because there's a mini arc from volume one where <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. um, I think it meant to be like the student council of a student disciplinary squad. Disciplinary committee, yeah. It's three of them, and essentially they've got a good cop, bad cop thing going on where the two of them will just beat the shit out of you. But then don't worry, because along comes the leader of the squad and is like, oh, I'm so sorry, what are you doing? No, oh, please forgive me, and now come to my idol concerts and simp for me. Give me all of your cash. Uh, legit simping, yes. Actual simping. Yes, yes. Like like you do, Freaky Tozer. But um, <laughs> every the part of it, the part that um is the trap essentially is they the the disciplinary force. I'm assuming that's the bit you're on about for the record, because I can't think of what else it could be. You are correct. They stop the three male characters, one of which is the protagonist. And the other two are trash, who I hate. They, they are. They're, they're there. Um, imagine they are the, there. Your, your standard lecherous pieces of shit who have to be there to make the protagonist look good. Their there key go. qualification in this is that they are there. They add nothing to the plot. I have not written their names down. Let me put it that way. Kosuke and Tabo. 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 I've got that I was wrong. Sorry, I was accidentally a little bit too generous there. Um, <laughs> they exist in a manga <laughs> for, for the purposes <laughs> of the story there need to be some other males no 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 you said the word story this thing doesn't, <laughs> sorry, have, sorry. doesn't sorry. have story doesn't have for plot, the pretense so... of a story there need to be <laughs> other males <laughs> <laughs> 
because yeah, and they get told off by these people and beat up a little bit by the disciplinary committee, whatever, which are just some other scantily clad women, of course. And then they're like, "We're gonna get you expelled from school." Oh no! And then that's when the the second it we we eventually find out that it's a it's a con. Because then the the idol lady comes in and is like, I will save you from this. I am the good cop in this situation. And then, yeah, then they end up just extorting them for all their money. And yeah, it's very stupid. It's very dumbly ringed. So I can't help but wonder if you're going to set up a plot where people are fighting for nebulous control over this school. Why is any of this? A thing and how often does it work if they know if people know this is the thing that's happening because i think the point is people don't know that's the thing that's happening how could they not this is clearly a well-established because they're horny and stupid mike yeah i'm sure simps don't have logic they just have throw the money on the bazingas and then there you go i i just i don't know why any of this is written the way it is because even if the excuse is to see more titillation there are better ways of doing that i mean they they do it enough get into fights and clothes get ripped off this doesn't add any kind of variety it doesn't add any nuance or any sort of intelligence to the thing it just it it just establishes the Mm. female lead is actually worthy of being a dragon mite fuck yeah okay yeah um what does that mean exactly worthy of being a dragon that she is one of the strongest people in the school. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Because when when they talk about dragons rioting, the title of this, this is what they mean. It's these three characters that like to that are the strongest and like to fight each other for no reason. To prove that they're the strongest. Yeah, no reason. <laughs> I that that's the that is like the key point of a lot of martial artsy fighting stories to prove you're the strongest mike there's usually a reason behind it rather than just proving it it's a it's not that there's no reason it's that there's no payoff that we're aware of you just that it's like i did it cool well i said it's all winner is you it's they say like yes then that person basically rules the student body as it were do do they i don't even feel they go that far there's like yeah and then they run the the place, maybe, I guess. Yeah, which is what I said. I, it's very nebulous. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but does it need to be any more than that at this point? Yes. Yeah? You need to establish nah. why it is this way. If I'm fighting, presumably for my life at some points, then, yeah, I kind of want to know what actual tangible thing. You're fighting people who can punch buildings in half. Yes, you are fighting for your life. I mean, you're only doing that if you wish to throw yourself into this contest. But why are they throwing themselves into the contest? Because they want to prove they're the strongest. But why, though? <laughs> so they can prove this. Fuck me, this doesn't need much explanation. <laughs> I feel it needs they more. They want to prove their power level is the bigger number, Mike. Like, Yugi didn't try to become the king of games for the crack. He did it for reasons. <laughs> he did it to prove he was the king of games. No, he did it to save his grandpa in season one. Also, King of Games. Oh, Texas, yes. He's one game. 
but okay. <laughs> in, in the anime, yes, but in the manga... In Season Zero, everything. he is the uh, psychopath of games. Sure is. And also, you know, Dungeon Dice Monsters, which is totally not dual monsters. See, that, that's a funnier joke than anything in this series. Yeah. Because this thing goes for comedy a lot. It never fucking lands it. Ever. It goes for stupid expressions, and that's about the best comedy it's got. Like, for all my problems with We Are 008, that has better comedy moments than this. It's really not hard to pull out a couple of cheap laughs. Yeah, okay. You'll be like, people know that they're cheap laughs. They're like, oh, okay, I see we did that. But at least you, it's not hard to do that. This thing doesn't even try most of the time. It's just like, look at this situation. Oh, okay. It's happened again. Okay. Oh, it's happened again. Okay. <laughs> That's it. The biggest amount of comedy you can get from this is laughing at how it thinks it's funny. You're basically laughing at it in an insulting way, not because it's funny. Yeah, you laugh at, not like, I think one, <laughs> probably the biggest example for me was at one point, because of course they are, they're fighting the school's um, gigantic hot spring-esque shower room, I guess. Of course. Yeah, and of course they are, and of course there's you know women in there naked, of course. Of course. But then at one point, in order to you I'll win the fight in his way, because obviously he can't hurt them, but he also can't look at them. So mm -hmm. he somehow does an attack where every water droplet hits their vitals, which causes <laughs> them to fall over and be like, "Yeah, no, we can't." What a masterful yeah. move! That's that's written to be this awesome thing that he's able to do, but you. You're looking at it like, you're fucking what? <laughs> Shit's dumb. I, I got like cheesy kung fu vibes from it more I, than I anything. I get that's, that might have been what they were going for, but I, I don't think it lands very well no, at all. That, that's fine, but I don't see this as like, no, look at his super serious attack that can disable anyone with just water droplets. It's like, <clears throat> no, no, God, God no. Full, <laughs> full on cheese, just like. Like I said, just shouting out stupid attack names. So much of this is just don't, don't, don't do that. And it's really hard to pinpoint exactly why you dislike this thing so much because it's hard to, or at least why I dislike it so much because it's it's hard to pin down why you feel insulted by this because it's like look how fun this thing is and. It, you, it's constantly telling you that it's fun, but you feel no mirth, no joy while reading this. It's just, it's just panels of stuff happening, and it's dumb. Well, I think that encapsulates it for me. For like almost all the elements of this, I don't necessarily like fan service pisses me off, sure, but I don't necessarily actively hate a lot of what this thing does tries to do. I just don't care in any way, and you just get to the end and go, oh. Well, that was that was a few volumes I read, I guess. I have zero attachment to any character, any stakes involved, any plot threads they did or didn't pull. Okay, so I will. So I did really like a hint at this earlier. There was one character I liked, which was um, Meru, who is uh, essentially the lolly character. Yeah, yeah, feel free to judge me. Come at me. But uh, she's 18 years old as well, apparently. Sure thing. Yeah, like, he is what, 18 why, years why, old. Why are we judging? Uh, right. Uh, just, uh, no, I wasn't, wasn't judging us because I, was, 
I was just confused there. I was like, why, why would anyone judge you for calling a lolly a lolly? And then it's like, oh, no, you, right. You're saying you liked the character, right? Don't, yeah. No. Yes. Because she's essentially presented as someone who. They, they don't. You, she was essentially a dragon in the past, even though they go like, no, she's a tiger. Uh, yeah. So I think part of the reason, and this is, bear in mind, this is just my assumption. I don't know for certain because I don't know Chinese. Because I don't know Kung Fu. <laughs> Uh, no, I am not Keanu Reeves, unfortunately. <laughs> the three dragons, their surname all has the character for dragon in it, I believe. I thought those were their titles rather than their surnames. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit confused on that aspect. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, it might be the titles. At some points, I just assumed that was the surname. Because I don't think they ever give them a surname, so... It could just be... The Scanlation did love to keep things in their Japanese terms, which is fine. I get why, but it was also my eyes were just glazing over. For the moves and things he did, but then he normally put like a little translation note, like maybe. But I don't read TL notes, and my eyes. Were just I, I know over. you don't, but it, it, to be honest, it wasn't a massive thing. It was like ah, climbing ape gale force feather or something like that. It's like yes, very very kung fu. Either way, to get back to my original point, I ended up liking the lolly character because she got an entire arc, essentially, because she got essentially an entire volume dedicated to her story, which meant she got to do this crazy thing called develop a character. Like, not, not a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, top tier or anything, but enough that she actually had one. Top tier. It existed. Pro, uh, pro game girl making her own game. Exactly. She had dreams and aspirations that weren't nebulous bullshit. They <laughs> just she she had a personality. They didn't really lose her much because she was a lolly outside of like a few up outside of an upskirt shot. I think at one point it's cute. That also, you think she that didn't have her. any fights really. <laughs> she fights the building, Phil. That totally counts. <laughs> she does fight a building. She does fight that building. That that is the one fight she has. She introduces some backstory, which gives us she does a sort of look into not the why, but the past, at least, of how it used to be and why one character sort of maybe acts like how they do, I guess. Maybe, not really. I mean, it, it gives you that person's aspiration and goal. She progresses the plot somewhat. She has her own thing going on. Her, person, her personality-wise is she has a personality, so she actually has some back and forth with the lead character. Who doesn't immediately, you know, shrivel into a ball or try and kung fu flip away from her? Because he can't see her erotically. Because exactly. he doesn't know she's eighteen. So for a brief moment, it's not trash when she's around. I, I mean, sure. If it's weird that they point it out, but I guess I'm happy that he doesn't lewd all over the person he believes is underage. That's good. To be fair, I would at least assume she's his age. Considering they're in the same school, yeah. Considering they're in the same school, yeah. She's older. Well, yeah, no, I know she's older, but I'm saying from his perspective, I would have thought he would at least assume she's his age. I, it's, it's good. I'm progressive, I guess, even. <laughs> sure. Like, All right, buddy, yeah. I'm not going that far. Yeah. Christ. Bottom <laughs> of the barrel progression, sure. <laughs> the, the point is, she, if I have to say there's one thing I do like about this series, it's her. And I'm emphasizing one thing. I 
I do understand what you're saying, but I feel it is horrifically tainted by the fact that that arc leaves with her or ends with her leaving the school. That's the only reason she gets any development. It's fucked going forward, don't get me wrong. So it's like, what the f- <laughs> Why even bother at this point? You introduce this character essentially just to get rid of her. Alright, okay. I don't- I'm not gonna have a- cr- I'm not gonna critique a series for introducing a character and then having them leave. Like- <laughs> No, that- the Characters don't have to be is- chained to the series for the entire duration. No, they don't. That's fine. But that's explicitly the reason they introduce it. It's like when- the, the, the team uh, at the head of your favourite sci-fi show introduces old Welshie into the team <laughs> just so they can have someone to kill off. Are you saying it's like Filler where they're that. like, here's some new characters and you're like, ah, they're the ones that die. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's the same sort of idea. You're like, oh, alright, expendable over here. But what, what series is it with Welshie? That's Welshie. the parody in Futurama when... Right. Uh, when uh, they get their oh, Star, Star Trek, Trek crew back. Band, yes. Yeah, because they couldn't get the actor that played Scotty, so they put in Welshie. Yeah. Right, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's the, that's, the, that's the whole thing behind her. They explicitly introduce her into the story, purely so we could try to get a tearful goodbye out of it? Uh, I think they introduce her into the story for her parting words with the main character, which is like, Maybe you should be a dragon. <laughs> Fucking stupid. You could run this school, then you could ban women and you'll be safe forever. <laughs> this entire thing gets solved with two very simple solutions. Transfer. Right, right. <laughs> That's one of them. The other one is take some kind of heart medication. No, I can't, can't do it, Mike. Can't do it, Mike. Are you telling me in the ten years, ten years since he got diagnosed that medicine would have advanced? <laughs> we, we went dumb. we went through this last episode mike you, you can't solve the disease the ai hasn't figured it <laughs> the out AI yet. hasn't figured it out oh that will never not be stupid <laughs> I, I i mean i guess i get I, i'm trying hard to be favorable to this at this point I, I, okay to be fair this is something i i will i'm gonna credit uh world's end haramon mm-hmm. it at least gave Bullshit to why they couldn't do things. Yeah. They've never explained why there isn't any. They, they haven't even said there is no medicine for this. They've just said, nah, you're just going to fucking die. <laughs> like, World's End Harem, for, all, for its faults, when you get away from the <laughs> sex. When you get away from the harem, yes. Yeah. Then, you know, there was a plot and a premise going on behind the scenes. It didn't always get the focus it should have done, but it was there. Which I feel is more than than this. <laughs> every time I, every page of this, I'm reading it. I'm like, uh, why, why, <laughs> why am I reading this? Yes, I know the actual reason I read this, <laughs> but like, if I was, if I was just browsing manga in general, and I, I would not. I, I would be like, if I was still reading this by this point, I would consider it life wasted that i'd never get back <laughs> like i i'm never getting that life back because we so we've referenced stuff like icky tozen i'm pretty which was i'm pretty sure before this or at least around at the same time i assume before it's quite old uh high school of the dead might have been all of that this might have predated high school of the dead i feel like this is a got a decent number of years on it 
Well, it's more though. This was in 2012, so I'm just trying to figure out what oh, was when it? it started in it. Yeah, 12 to 16. Yeah. But um, the point, the point, like from watching anime at the time, there were a lot of shows like Freezing. For is another example of just a random fan service show. Yeah, Mac and Key, I think, is another one I'm thinking off the top of my head. Just you weren't short for their kids in high school. It's fan service based, and also they're fighting. So I don't really see why someone would be drawn to this one specific. Much like with the isekai boom nowadays, I don't really see like why people would be drawn to this one specifically because it doesn't really have anything unique going for it. Because you guys, you guys are shitting on me for mentioning that Icky Tozen exists. I've done no such thing. Can I? Hey, point you out? can mention Icky Tozen exists all you want, Mike. I just mentioned another fan service series. I'm not dying on the fire to protect it. <laughs> at le- neither am I. At least, <laughs> at least it has a fucking plot. It's what I was gonna say. At least there's a reason for its existence. As I a can whole. only take your word for this. I have never watched it. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's shit. <laughs> I have no intention of. It, like at least it has a plot. This I honestly I I get it's it's got a premise. It does have a premise. It's got a guy who can't look at lewd and he's in a high school where they are fighting and it's full of lewd. That's the premise. It never progresses past its premise. It doesn't flesh out anything. Not really. Or in any meaningful way. I, I will come to my big gripe then. Because it's pretty much this exact issue. So, saying, well, why doesn't he transfer around? Or whatever. And we find out it's because he wants to help this one girl succeed in becoming stronger. This one dragon. By the yeah. newcomer. He picks up an apprentice randomly. Yeah, yeah she, like, basically she's one of the two that are fighting when he first arrives. He's like, please take me as your apprentice. And he's like, no, no, can't do that. And then it's like, ah, I need to fight my fate to become strong. And he's like, ah, these words, I, they, they resonate with me. I'll take you on as my apprentice. And then I think it's also because she does one selfless act, like protects her friends from getting hit by scalding hot water. And he's like, oh, wow, I've never seen anyone do that before. I've never seen anyone do something for someone else before. I think I think at that point he's already taken her on. As I didn't think he had, but maybe I thought he had because this is when they're in the in the bath in the hot spring within the school. Yes, yeah, and he's like, "Don't don't you know it's appropriate for the apprentice to wash the master's back or whatever?" And <laughs> see, I think he's still joking about it at that point. Like he's trying to put her off, I mean, if I remember. But either way, it's it's all bullshit. Well, yeah, he's like, "Yeah, okay, fine, sure, I'll take you on as my apprentice," and then. We don't see anything of that for quite a while. And then we have one scene where they train and that's it. Yeah. It's a whole, it's another nugget of pointlessness in a whole mountain of pointless. Like nothing they ever say they're going to do in this manga goes anywhere. And that's one of the big ones. Well, because that's the thing. I feel like that is, will be one of the bigger plot points so to speak no i I agree if you read volume one you'd think okay so that's where this is going and then you'd read volume two and be like oh it it didn't then then you read volume two and go okay but where where did that girl go 
can she come back, please? She comes back. She comes back for a fight with Miss Ambidextrous. She walked off yeah. with the plot. <laughs> she, walked, she walked. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> she walked off with the plot so we could get backstory for characters we've not even really been introduced to, and then leave. And then leave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why any of this is written the way it is. Well, I have no doubt she'll be a recurring character. Oh, she'll she'll be back by the end. I mean, there's only nine volumes. I, I don't think it'll even be by the end. I think she'll be back next volume. <laughs> Damn, okay. I reckon it'll be like, oh yeah, game got delayed. I'm back. I, I was going to say just draw porn, but honestly, porn has better plot than this. Ooh, ooh. That's not even that scathing. Like, I, you guys agree. I mean, we read World's End Harem, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that, that's a better plot. That, that has better plot and better porn. <laughs> it does, yeah. This thing was garbage, especially because <laughs> another one of the gripes I have with it is the art is just shit. <laughs> the All right, so okay. Bad. I don't, I don't think the art shit. <laughs> oh, I think it's awful. Like it's got such weird choices of like shading. When there is backgrounds, they're really like low quality. All of the proportions are just fucking weird. Like, just look at, like, his dad on the first page. Like, look at his fucking face. It's horrendous. Uh, that <laughs> doesn't just, look too bad. It looks awful. And, like, there's so many just odd proportions, odd shadowing as well. The titillating parts are just so weirdly proportioned that they aren't... They, they don't... They do nothing for you. At least nothing for me anyway. Hey, okay. I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is top tier art. I but I thought the art was pretty much fine. Uh, it did fine. Nah. Throw it on the fire. I I don't think the characters are stupidly proportioned. I don't I think the action scenes I mentioned earlier look kinda cool. On the fire. There's quite a lot of crowd shots, they look pretty decent. Uh, yeah. There's art's fine. Strong disagree, but if you guys aren't on the same train as me, then... Oh, we established that way back. <laughs> it's an icky toast in reference here. Say <laughs> It's very much fine for me. Like, I, I would not say it's great art. It's nothing outstanding. I wouldn't say it's bad. There might be one or two bits and pieces where you're like, that's a bit weird, but... I think one of the things that definitely stands out the most for me is the strange and often weirdly angular shadowing on people's faces like whenever a shadow is being cast on someone's face it's always with these like jagged lines it's it's very hard hard lines on the shadowing yeah especially when you compare it to the fact that there is let's say lots of rounded things around those shadows usually oh like trees sure i, I believe the go-to euphemism is mountains sean uh, there were mountains at some point, yeah. They also, the artist clearly has no concept of, like, light direction as well. It's like, there's countless times where, like, they're clearly trying to shine a light in one direction on a character, but the shadows are placed in the completely wrong places. So it's like they've got one big light shining from one direction, and then just, like, one tiny light shining from a different direction in a very specific point in the face. It's just all very jarring in that regard. Clothes don't fall properly on people, ever. It defaults to, rather than showing actual martial arts moves half the time, it just defaults to the 
frankly standard manga thing of just like here are some flashy lines to show what i was doing and uh, yeah <laughs> i i think the whole thing is just bad but if you guys disagree then fine we'll have to agree to disagree on that one because yeah i, I think this is one of the this is down with the worst of the things we've seen and i don't even think the fan service is handled all that well and there's a lot of that, so there you go. I mean, I'll agree with you on the fan service not being handled well, but that's because fan service is never handled well. Oh, disagree. Oh no, her <laughs> clothes are falling off. Like, okay, that's that's nice. I forget what it is. Isn't there a manga out there where that's the joke? Uh, I would feel there are thousands, Mike. No, but like it's it's the one that people keep referencing. It's some sort of slime girl thing where like. The, her clothes always manage to fall off in every episode, even when it like clearly they there's like no reason they should have kind of thing, and they always fall off in the very in a very specific way, and they always they lampshade it all the time. Phil, you eat slime? Is that a thing? Not 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 in <laughs> slime I read. Okay, I I can't remember. I'm sure someone out there will know what the fuck I'm referencing, but I think it was a it was a cartoon, not a manga. It vaguely rings bell but but like that's always the joke and that's actually handled very very well because yes it is technically fan service but it's also funny because it's meant it's, to be it's funny. it's like the meg sex lr equivalent of new jersey must always be destroyed exactly yeah that is an exact comparison you can go like 29 minutes of runtime and new jersey will be fine then it'll just be oh shit we've not blown up new jersey we need to fix that or like kenny dying in the first few yeah. season of south park yeah yeah it's like it has to happen every episode, even if you get all the way through and it's not happened. Something, something absurd will just happen to make it happen. It's like, huh? The thing's over, and uh, something doesn't feel right. New Jersey blows up. Ah, there it is. <laughs> now this is the fun. second time we've referenced this in Megasexalar. It's fucking hilarious. That's Megasexalar is hilarious. That slime shit you're describing does not sound hilarious. I, like, I honestly don't remember it more than I don't. The, I don't think I was describing exists. it for hilarity's purpose. Yeah, but like my my point was that's handled well and it's funny. So if you know what the fuck I'm talking about, find that because yeah. Uh, if I want funny fan service, I'll just go rewatch Panty and Stocking, which is about the only show of its ilk. And then even then, that's because it's not. It has fan service in it, but that's not really its defining feature, so to speak. With Garter Belt. Sorry, yes, my bad. How could I forget the priest? Of course, um, very important character. Yeah, very. <laughs> just like Chuck. Ah um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, well I should see if there's a manga with that. Uh, the yeah, the, I I don't know what else there is to say about Dragon's Rioting that we haven't already because there's so little of substance actually to it. Like we're not we're not omitting discussing characters because we're trying to save time or anything. There's just nothing to discuss about them. Yeah, and the the random shotgun style of writing that they apply to this is it just makes it so you can't get a grip on anything story-wise so the characters they do have because there's a lot of the, like yeah loads. I, I think in my notes here i've got like a dozen character names and outside of like the lead and meru they're all yeah, i've got five and that's the main character the three dragons and meru 
well, that's the thing. He's got his two guy friends. You've got um, red red hair dragons minions. You've got the disciplinary squad Meru, the bloody cosplay crow lady who shows up randomly. All of them interchangeable. Yeah, her introduction. Fucking Christ! Oh, and she just walks down on she like a bridge walks of crows down to the sky on crows. That was a stretch, even for me. It's just like, what? <laughs> We finally found Phil's limit. <laughs> well, no, like, like cheesy kung fu moves. Like, yeah, sure. You know what? You're going to cause a gust of wind that blows everyone away. Yeah, why not? Walking down from the sky on the backs of crows. Like, it's <laughs> uh... not how science works. <laughs> like, uh... that, that, that one requires a bit too much suspension of disbelief right there. It's, uh, yeah, it is very much a shotgun style of lol random writing for most of this. For the characters, for me, it was a case of, like, I generally with, like, when we're reading my, admittedly, I've already read most of the series. I mean, I'm assuming you've read all of this. Like, I'm not expecting you to remember it because of how forgettable it is, but I'm this, sure this you thing, have read so it. So I, I have read this before. I don't remember when. I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember where I got up to or anything. But what I was getting at is like, usually when I'm reading things, I generally have a reasonable idea of how important a character's going to be moving forward. And it was just like, yeah, these are the only five people worth remembering the names. Oh, sure. I could make reasonable guesses about who's important, but, you know, it's more just like these characters come about and they do get more than like a page or two. Like, not enough to establish themselves or anything, but they're around. I was like, you, you don't need to know the other guys. No. They're, they're, they're going to appear once or twice as the plot demands it for we need another guy here, or yeah. It's just like, no, they're not going to matter. Cause, uh, so Ayane is the, uh, is the red-haired dragon, as it were. The master of speed, because they try to do a whole speed power technique across the three of them as well. But so she is ostensibly the heroine, yeah, of the series. She's, I wouldn't say she really gets anything actually established about her. She cares for her friends. Great. Good. Glad we, glad we spent some time on that one. It's like she's, and she's meant to be the lead female of your series, and she has nothing. Actually nothing. I, I know it's not a secret that I never learn the names of characters. And that's because, for me personally, I don't need to know the names of characters in order to read something because I don't, I don't recognize them by their names. I recognize them by their character traits and their image around them. But everyone in this is so very interchangeable. They're essentially one amorphous blob of a character. And the character has no personality. So why would I care? That's my issue with the characters in this. Although I suppose the biggest stain on this whole thing is we've talked about how this thing is just random. But how is it so random and yet also so forgettable? It's like normally if something's random, like something, a, a very famous example of something that's lol random is, you know, the Astaf movies, those things that are knocking around, been knocking around the internet for decades. Shit's random as hell, but you remember them. So, like, it's memorable, and it's, like, quotable, and it's funny. And even if you're not into LOL Random, you still remember it. This, I... 
you are telling me about plot points and I'm just I like, oh yeah, that happened. Even though it's the weirdest fucking thing. I would argue, and this isn't in this is defense, because I'm not defending this. As the movie is essentially just like short five to ten second skits for the main, whereas this is a longer form narrative. It's easier to make memorable moments when it's just punchline done, punchline done, punchline done. Thing tries to do as well. It's got so many like small random moments. It tries to like shotgun humor along with its randomness. It just it never lands. It's so forgettable. It, it it doesn't land, sure, but I would argue like a better comparison would be if there was a four coma where it was just and there was no like ongoing narrative or anything, or maybe you know, a few callbacks or something, but um for the main it's just joke, next per- next four coma, different joke, next four coma, different joke, and so on. Uh, sure. I I would say that's still different. Four coma has a very specifically structured format. A four coma is designed to be here is a self-contained story, so to speak. Even if my example wasn't on point, the fact that this thing is so forgettable in of itself, and also as weird and random as it is, that's a that's a unforgivable stain on this, in my opinion. Nothing endears you towards this plot. It never makes you want to absorb or care. And even as far as fan service goes, there's better out there. Like, I think one of you said earlier, I don't know what would draw you to this manga. And like, yeah, that, that resonated a lot with me. I, I can only assume that anyone who's like crazy into fan service, like they read all the fan service manga, this is the one they don't give a shit about, you know? Because it's like, why would you? There is nothing holding down the moments of fan service, nothing gluing the thing together. And it, feels so unnecessary it, it it doesn't feel like it needs to have space in your brain because it's just there's no stakes involved in this in both the reading and the plot it's just ugh, it's just it's just not it's a nothing manga and i don't know why anyone would give a shit about this like i don't know if it's popular i really hope it's not and yeah i i do understand why this didn't get an anime adaptation because uh yeah, there's really nothing to it. Nothing that draws you to it across from anything else. See, I, I don't know why this didn't get anime adaptation because I've seen s- several series that are the same thing. So, um, which I mean, I get, on, on the one hand, I get that that's the exact reason, but on the other hand, the, you could interchange that with other stuff I've seen. Counter-argument. You remember those things exist. Next week, you won't remember this exists. No, no, I remember them that they exist because I read this and it reminded me of them, so I had to look them up. <laughs> this took me back to that era. This took you to a bad place, man. As, as I say, this <laughs> took me to when I was watching all the anime, all the first episodes of everything in 2012 to 2014, before the Isekai boom had happened, so you essentially had a load of Moe Blob series about cute girls doing X in a high school club, and then you'd have several fan service shows a series, and which were mostly like this. Kaon was an example of the former, yes. Fucking. Uh, Kaon was probably the one that kickstarted that. <laughs> it still was. Not it. I still very to watch it. <laughs> no, man, we're learning all sorts about Phil's limits today. Let, let me put it this way, Mike. At one point, I dinged download Kaon. Uh huh. I loaded up the first episode. Uh huh. I made it about five seconds before I said nope <laughs> and just deleted it. You made it about 10 seconds in before you got toothache. 
No, it wasn't even two things. She's like, why, why the fuck am I watching Kale? No. <laughs> I, I can watch literally anything else or nothing. And Hey, that's exactly how I felt when reading this. Like, I could be doing Fair. nothing now and it'd be more productive. <laughs> Fair. There we go, kid. <laughs> yeah. Do nothing instead of this. You'll be better off. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, shall we? Is there anything else anyone wants to slag it off for, or do we want to move to the usual conclusion part of the episode? I mean, I could happily argue for another hour how I think this the uh, art in this is shit. Well, we've clearly not talked about Yu-Gi-Oh enough. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's more fun than this. <laughs> I am always down for a Yu-Gi-Oh conversation. Well, I mean, maybe we'll do a Yu-Gi-Oh episode one day. Oh, I can't tease me like that, Sean. Hey, I would happily reread the uh, season zero. Yeah, no, that's good manga. Can't do that. <laughs> I don't know. Make you read Yugi Hoar. That was generic and boring. So we'll move to our usual end bit. So who will go first? You know what? I'll go first for a change. Shock. Horror. So the usual questions we ask at the end of these episodes. Would you read more? Would you buy it? Um, and there's there's no anime version of this. So, you know, can't can't watch it. So would you oh, watch... Man. Would you watch one of the million other series that are like this? Who knows? Have you? Uh, for me, I yeah, yeah, I've already referenced how this is essentially just took me back to all the trashy anime I saw back in that 2012 to 2014 period. I like Meru and that softened the crapness of this, I guess, in my mind in some ways. But as has been highlighted, she then fucks off at the end, so... There goes my one reason for giving any iota of a shit about this. So the plot's just the plot and writing is just flimsy. Nobody else, literally nobody else, has a character. The hero and heroine don't have characters. Like that is a damning statement. Like usually, if nothing else, you try and make one character a linchpin to get people invested, and this just doesn't. There's no interesting narrative elements that you can fall back on like Worlds and Harem had. There's no glimmers of actual comedy that you can fall back on like We Are 008 had because those two series are pretty interesting in comparison to this one in that they're all kind of fan service based but I'd read those two over this in a, in a heartbeat. So <laughs> I'm not as hard on the art as... Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I realised what I said, yes. I'm not as hard on the art as Mike was because I I liked the action scenes. I thought the characters were fine visually were fine. I hate fan service, but yeah, it's, yeah no, I uh, just I I wish I wish this was better because there are one or two tiny little bits that make me go, it's not the worst, but. That's the bar, I guess. So, no, I, I won't read more. I'm definitely not going to buy this. I have spent my life avoiding anime that follows this exact format and will continue to do so and be all the happier for it, basically. Uh, you know what? I'll save Mike for last. Phil. Hello. So, And this works brilliantly because you've forgotten it all. So now that Go you've got to dive back into this, would you would you go like man? I should reread volumes three through nine. Uh, would you buy it now that you know you can? And would you, or I guess, have you watched any anime in this fan service trash genre? 
I don't think I've watched any anime in this theme. Not that I recall, anyway. Not to say I'm not, but I don't recall any. I have not seen Ikitosen or High School of the Dead, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I would not buy this. Can you buy this? Yes, it's it's all licensed by Yen Press. So I, I kind of zoned out. How dare you? In, in the nicest way, when we get to this part, I zone out until you say my name. <laughs> no, yeah, you can you can buy it all through Yen Press, but because it, it's a been a while, you might have some difficulties acquiring it. Ah, no, I would I would not buy this. Would I read it? I I'm in no rush in any case. If I do decide to, but I think I'm good. Like, I could, but also the site we read it on doesn't even have the ending, so I'm not going to put myself through all that and be like, no, I can't read the end. You're not going to edge yourself like that? No. <laughs> it was... So, uh, I, I'm kind of a bit whatever about it. I'm not... I wouldn't be offended if I had to read more, but I also don't care enough to read more. Particularly, as, as I said, there is no ending available to me without finding volumes, whatever, at the end. So, nah, I'm, I'm good. And as Mike has referenced in the past, it feels like, nah, I'm good. But, oh boy, that's, a, <laughs> that's an indictment. How's Rent a Girlfriend going, buddy? <laughs> uh, it's a good question, Sean. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a tragic question at best. <laughs> It's it's still going, is how it's, it's going. going. <laughs> it's definitely going. Oh no, it's not going. That's the problem. <laughs> it's still, it's not going. Yep. Well, on, on that note, then take us home, Mike. You you simp series like this, and tell us what do you think? Would you read more? Would you buy it? And I mean, you you love Dicky Tozen, so why do you watch series like this? I just. You're just patently <laughs> spreading misinformation. Just, just like the amount Sean's laid on with this ecotosin. I mentioned it once. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Mike, now that you're a uh, out, out of degenerate. <laughs> Look, I didn't make him say he watched ecotosin. <laughs> I will gladly admit to degeneracy, but ecotosin's where I draw the line. <laughs> Take us home, buddy. Okay. So, trying to be fair to this, I can't, it's shit, it's really bad. (laughs) It's so bad. It's like, I don't know why you would read this. I don't know how you could read this. It was a painful reading experience purely because it's just random. And that's all it's really got going for it. And honestly, if you like lol random, there's way better choices. If you like fan service, there's way better choices. If you like art, there's way better choices. If you like this genre, this style of story, there's infinite better choices. This is not the worst thing I've ever read. Far from it. But it is no way near the halfway point. Like, it's down there. Because it's just, uh, feels like a waste of time and life. I was about to say, and talent, but Honestly, I don't know if there's a lot of that gone into this. I don't know why you would read this. Because porn has better plots and is more readily available. So in that regard, no, I would not 
read this, I felt the story was non-existent, I felt the art was incompetent, and I felt dumber for reading it. And not in a fun, I feel kind of drunk kind of dumber. No, in a, I feel actively insulted by this kind of dumber. So I will not read it, I will not buy it. Fuck you, Phil. Oh, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> Making me read this shit. In fairness, I would argue Phil made himself read this shit as well this time. Because he did. didn't remember it. <laughs> hey, sadism still sadism if you participate in masochism. <laughs> uh, y- yes? <laughs> exactly. That's today's moral, kids. <laughs> you can still be an S even if you're an M. Hey, if... <laughs> If you're into masochism, don't read this. Everyone should have limits. This is this is Mike's safe word. <laughs> it's not safe. It doesn't feel safe. <laughs> like I, I, I realize I'm being very harsh to this, but oh, it just doesn't. It's just it's just not worth reading at all. Like it's it's got very little to no redeeming features, and it's not worth digging for them. Just don't. Either do nothing or find something better. <laughs> this is not worth your reading time. It's it's just not. That's my final thought, really. It's just it's just not worth it. Well, there you go then. So Dragon's Ryantine, it's not worth it, pretty much sums up us. But you know what is worth it? A delicious subscription to Mike's Twitch streams. Oh, boy <laughs> why, why why delicious that that description on nerves me good as as it i mean you've watched it <laughs> i have i would not describe you've my watched it. As delicious. i have a name and that name is berserkra and you can find me at twitch.tv slash berserkra b-e-r-s-e-k-r-e-r and you can find me at twitter at the same name that's b-e-r-s-e-k-r-e-r and hey if I'm probably still playing Persona 4 at this point, so come watch that. Mike is playing Golden, and he can finally acknowledge that Marie is the greatest girl ever made in the history of everything. Okay. I'm not that I far in. I by naming the character. You did. What, what fr- Fried Clumpman? What is it? Fried Clumpus. Fried Clumpus. <laughs> my apologies. I point out I only came up with the fried part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love my naming convention. Naming by committee, it always works out. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick Clumpus. No, no. Fred Clumpus. And the Phil's in. No, no. no. Fry. Fry Clumpus. <laughs> ah, yes. I, I've seen Mike's Persona 5 streams. I know his <laughs> naming sense. <laughs> Me, fart box. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I do. I do recommend. Uh, apart from when he's spoiling Persona Five, it's a great time. So um... <laughs> you've had time. <laughs> Royal only came out in 2020, Mike. Oh dear. Uh, you can follow me at Slazer King S L A Z O K I N G, where I tweet about Gacha and probably the things I did over Christmas periods, and uh, maybe me beating the fifth chapter of Persona Five. Who knows? Uh, Probably not just yet, though. Got other things to do first. Phil, buddy old pal, Mr. Atfinaxkian. Fucking rude. I know. So, uh, as, as I think I alluded to way back at the start of the show, while this obviously is our last Jan- episode of January 2022, this is also our last record of 2021. Yes, this is a, 
us done for this year. Uh, fake news. Fake news, indeed. Fake news. It's currently January nineteenth. I'll have you know, twenty twenty. Ah, my bad. I thought you was. I thought you were fake newsing the last recording session. Like you're wel- welcome to record a bunch on your own, I guess. But <laughs> I ain't participating. Well, either way, Phil, tell us something you're looking forward to in twenty twenty two. Fuck if I know. The end of twenty twenty one. Sure. <laughs> one day I'll ask one of these questions and you know, Phil's brain cell will fire up and actually give a response. And that'll be I'm asking a lot of him. Yeah. I feel like that brain cell was heavily damaged by this week's manga. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh you can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter to be notified the moment a new episode goes live. And of course the other way of doing that is to subscribe. Whether you use Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or tune in, we're available on all of those services. So hit that subscribe button. Uh, if it's got the little heart icon to like it, hit that. If you can leave comments and ratings, please do. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Do you sim picky toes in like Mike does? Yeah, I got that in one more time. Because uh, if you do, let us know so we can judge you just as much as I judged him. To be, to be clear, Sean's the only one judging here. He's also the only one mentioning it. In fact, he's mentioned it way more than I have. No? What, what are you suggesting? <laughs> I think we figured out who the he real simp is. denied it like Sikitosin. <laughs> so, that's enough of, enough of fan service. Please, Phil, save us. Take us away. Give us something different. What are we doing next time when we come back to you in February for Valentine? Oh, shit. I, I was going to say, like, why do you think you're getting away with fan service, Sean? Oh, next time I'm making you read the uh, So Do You Want to Go Out or dot 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 question mark. There may or may not be fan service. Please no. Please no more. All I'm saying is I, brief- I briefly clicked onto the first page. Uh, got some bad news for you, buddy. Ah! Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you for next time for our Valentine's episode. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.